recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Zed Games. My name is Hazel. I'm here in the studio with... Ronnie. And... Cam. Cam. Woo! We finally meet face to face. good. Thank yeah. you very much for letting me on. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, one of these days I want to just sing the intro. <gasps> just sing it? Just oh my God, please do. <laughs> I dare you to. Do it no, now. Right now. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Stage fright. Um, but we have a hell of a show. Cam's got a review for us that he's going to do I wrote something down in crayon. Um, I'm talking way too loud into the microphone. And we've got some news coming up from Maylee. Who wants to hear the news? I'm going to heckle the news. Yep. Okay. We can do that too. Yep. But not, I would like to hear it playing. first. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Overwatch 2 has officially replaced Overwatch 1. Love it or hate it, Overwatch has had a huge impact on multiplayer gaming since it was first announced. It released to huge acclaim and continued strong for some years before its popularity started to wane. Rather than revamping the game, Blizzard announced they would overhaul it completely and release Overwatch 2. Overwatch 1 officially died on October 4th when Blizzard turned the surface off to prepare for the sequel's launch shortly after. This marked the end of an era and fans flocked to play the game one last time. In these final hours, many players declared ceasefire so they could come together and celebrate the game they all enjoyed, sharing photos of opposing teams sitting together online. Servers for Overwatch 2 went live in the early morning of October 5th. A huge amount of players logged on to try out the game, but were unfortunately met with long queues and error messages caused by the surge in popularity and DDoS attack. Blizzard president Mike Ybarra was quick to assure the community that teams are working hard on server issues with Overwatch 2. We are humbled by the excitement of players and will continue to focus on issues and get players into the fun. Thanks for your patience. Thankfully, it seems these hiccups are slowly being smoothed out and fans should soon be able to explore the game more freely. It's still too early to know how Overwatch 2 will be received, but the attention and energy it has garnered already could be a good sign for the brand. CD Projekt Red announces ambitious plans. The developer behind Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher franchise has released a strategy document outlining their direction for the future. Notable was the sequel to Cyberpunk 2077, currently codenamed Project Orion, that has promised to prove the full power and potential of the Cyberpunk universe. There isn't much more information on the game at this point, but it's safe to assume it won't be complete for many years. In the meantime, Cyberpunk fans can look forward to the upcoming expansion Phantom Liberty, which is currently in its final stages of development. This momentum is a clear sign that the developer isn't giving up on the Cyberpunk name despite its rocky launch. If you're yet to be convinced that Cyberpunk is turning a quarter, or perhaps it's just not for you, CD Projekt Red has also announced big things coming for the world of The Witcher. There are multiple games in production, including Project Polaris, a story-driven open-world RPG built on the legacy of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Project Canis Majoris, a story-driven single-player open-world RPG set within the Witcher universe. And Project Sirius, an innovative take on the Witcher universe, telling an unforgettable story for existing Witcher fans and new audiences being developed by The Molasses Flood. On top of expanding their current IPs, CD Projekt Red also announced that they are working on an entirely new edition, codenamed Hadar, still currently in the concept phase. 
CD Projekt Red does have a rocky past for development, but they seem to be looking to the future with unshakable enthusiasm. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out over the next few years. Hugely popular YouTube creator Dream revealed his face on October 3rd after many years hidden behind a digital smiley face mask. The 23-year-old boasts over 30 million subscribers and owes a lot of that popularity to Minecraft videos and streams. In the video, he revealed the move was necessary for him to branch out as a content creator and meet some of the friends that he's made online. He also spoke about the stress of people constantly trying to uncover his appearance and that he was looking forward to no longer being stuck bunkered up. Many fans were excited to see his face after so many years, and many others like me who had no real knowledge of the streamer were drawn to the spectacle of the event. As of writing, the face reveal video has over 4 million views. There was no great shock or revelation, just a normal regular face. Sadly, he still faced an onslaught of cruel comments that's all too common for similar content creators. Hashtag put the mask back on trended on Twitter, flooded with comparisons to cartoon villains and cruel mockery. In contrast, Dream ended his face reveal video with positivity. Anyone can be under the mask, and I don't want my face revealed to take away from that fact. Dream could have been anyone from anywhere. Upcoming game releases. On October 6th, Nier Automata The End of Yoha Edition is releasing on the Switch. On October 7th, No Man's Sky is also releasing on the Switch. On October 12th, Lego Brick Tales is releasing on PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox XS, Xbox One, and Switch. And on October 13th, Sunday Gold is releasing to the PC. And that's all this week in Gaming News. Thank you, Maylee. Thank you, Maylee. For the news. Indeed. How that wonderful. Was, it's... Some news. It definitely was news. They were words in order about things we didn't know. Do you want to know what's impressive? Um, clowns jumping out of a clown car before crashing into another clown car. I Yeah? You're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is impressive. I would be impressed if I saw that. I was going to say, it's impressive how much I tripped over myself trying to download Overwatch 2 without leaving my desk chair. Is that I was like, the cables? I was, no, I, no, I'm just a klutz. Ah. Um, my coordination extends only to my two hands, <laughs> only in the on the mouse and WASD keys. That's you it. Were running? <laughs> no, I was sitting down. Oh, it was a metaphor. I was in the Discord, and uh, Ez goes, "Oh, Overwatch Two is released today. It's live." And I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" Because I love Overwatch. You do. I Overwatch noticed. is the game that made me not hate FPS anymore. Hmm. So it meant a lot to me. Okay, it really did. Um, and so I was devastated when I logged in and I was first in the queue and I was so excited to play and then it reconnects and then I was 6,000th in the queue. I don't like queuing. Mm. I also, yeah, I, I was very confused. I never got past that. So I, I, I haven't played yet. I don't know Just anything yeah. It's probably going to be better in your mind than it would be in real life anyway. Uh, yeah, like, oh, probably. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Just enjoy that. One of my friends at work, asked me today like hey do you want to play overwatch 2 tonight and i was just like we won't be able to i don't think we can buddy <laughs> we can try we can play the game of will we play overwatch 2 oh, let's I'll, just play the I'll original hang out I'll with wait. you while we try to log into the game but like yeah it is if a you bit actually of... want to play it we might have to wait till next week yeah <laughs> that is the that is the shame though is that because it's taken over the first overwatch game the game no longer exists. We don't have an Overwatch to play until it's fixed. And that's so stupid. Imagine if, like, a sequel to a movie came out, right? Like, Terminator 2 comes out and you can never watch Terminator 1 again. Or Bill and Ted 2, which is a great movie. 
Never mind. Yes, has said <laughs> this is a great movie about a sequel. Um, okay, CD Projekt Red announces ambitious plans. My very hot oh. take on that was, oh, they're going to release an actual working game. Um, very ambitious, yes. <laughs> uh, um, but zing. I am excited for The Witcher. I mean, it does sound like they're going to release uh, three games that may or may not work. We'll find uh, out. Uh, three games that, well, uh, yeah, okay, look. They announced the release of three different boxes you can buy at some point. What's in them is irrelevant. Well, no, they haven't even announced the release, right? They've just no. announced that they are, the idea of them exists. But that's, that's, that's ridiculous what in itself. It's like, oh, I'm, you, news being generated by someone having ambitions. Like, I have ambition of Alison Hannigan calling me up one day yeah. and going, hey, how's it going? I it's have ambition happen. to have my PhD in, in four years. Well, that's going to happen, though. Uh, well, it is going to happen, but right now it's not happening. <laughs> right now, I'm not even a PhD candidate. Right now, I'm just like a part-time employed person that likes to talk on community radio. <laughs> like, what better life could you have? It is I perfect. I have an ambition that I might have pizza tonight. Yeah. Oh, now see, now that's an ambition worth fighting for, and that's news. Mm. I do live across the road from a Domino's. Oh. <laughs> oh. Does that count as pizza? Anyway. Uh, look, <laughs> questionable. Um, I uh, Dream face reveal? This is great radio. Someone revealing a face. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, guy people... looks normal. <laughs> wow. Florida man More reveals face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Florida man reveals face. World unimpressed. But, okay, look, I, I did have a moment of, oh, with the hashtag put the mask back on. I was like, oh, that's a bit mean. People are being, like, unnecessarily mean about it. But like, What were you expecting? Prince Charming? He's, he's, he's a gamer. He's not He's not exactly yes. a squeaky clean public figure, so... Look, yeah. Take it from me. We should not be seen, okay? <laughs> I'm happy to say it. Yeah, look, fair enough. I mean, I, I don't know. I just... i impressed that he's kept his identity, or, like, I guess his face, which is your identity in so many ways, a secret for so long. How long has he been a YouTuber for? He's been big for like a, a year. Oh, okay. Oh, well, never mind. I'm not that impressed. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's probably at least two years now. Uh, I have no concept of time. I'm the wrong person to ask. Yeah, look, I uh, I lost all my concept of time in the lockdown. It's good that people are like you know being able to like come out and represent themselves and like how to control what representation they have over themselves online. Wonderful. I just don't know if it's you know. Okay, I, I'm going to reveal my face tomorrow. There you go. Someone send me money. <laughs> if you go to our Instagram page, you can see several of our faces. <laughs> like, I won't tell you who. You know, it's it's yeah yeah. Put the name to the 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 sound of the voice to the face. Um, but we've chopped up the faces so you can mix and match. It's a puzzle. There is one thing in the upcoming game releases that I'm kind of interested in, which is No Man's Sky is coming to Switch. Yeah, yes. I'm really excited for that. I um, can't wait to buy I've, that and not play it again. Yeah, I've never played it, and I don't really have any particular interest in playing it, and I don't own a Switch. But I can so excited. clearly see it working. Yeah, you know? The marketing's really worked on you, hasn't it? Okay, no, so... I just mean like it's the, it's the perfect game to just like sit in bed with mm -hmm. the Switch and just... So No Man's just, Sky uh, you is see this that... Dent? Yeah? That's when you hit the switch and you're lying in bed and then you fall asleep and you go, <laughs> So I played That's No Man's Sky when it, yeah. oh my God. when it came out, right? Mm. When it when it when it was like the most disappointing game release mm. to ever happen. And I have not 
touched it since. And I know, I know that it is so much better, Talk but I didn't buy it. a lot of it. bad launches this yeah. tonight, you know? Yeah. Because no <laughs> game launches properly. I overwatched yeah. 2, CD Projekt Red, Yeah, but CD Projekt no Red Sky. is just... You see CD Projekt Red and you're like, ah, I won't buy it on launch. Or you yeah. do and you just wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, No Man's Sky. I haven't really played it since. I, I played somebody else's copy of it because mm-hmm. I was trying to decide if I could be bothered spending that amount of money on a game. Yep. Um, and it was pretty, but it wasn't worth the price point. Yeah. Yes. What you do is you become a guest host on a community radio show. Yeah. And then you email the people who make games and they send you codes. <laughs> That's why I got into this industry. It's magic. It's magic. <laughs> it is magic. Um, anyway. I have a mighty need. A mighty speed. need? But of the, like, going fast kind, not the, <laughs> the other kind. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean. You're listening to Zed Games. My name's Hazel. I'm here with Ronnie and Cam, Woo! who is about to do a review. It's true. What are you I'm, reviewing? I'm reviewing a game called Sam and Max Beyond Time and Space for, oh, it's on everything. It's on literally everything. Is it, it on, on my iOS? Phone? It is on iOS. Oh! Whoa. There you go. There you go. Uh, but it's on all the consoles and the PlayStation 4 version just got renounced, but I'll get into it. Okay. So feel free to heckle uh, running. Oh, I'm you. going to. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. You know I'm in a mean mood. Oh. <laughs> okay. So this is going to get confusing for a second, but bear with me. Sam and Max are a pair of beloved freelance police that were created by independent comic artist Steve Purcell back in the 80s. Ooh, they're vigilantes. Yeah, yeah, they're freelance cops and they're very they're vigilantes. terrible. Vigilantes. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> what is a freelance cop? Well, they're, they're cops when they want Batman. to be and they don't obey the law when they don't want to. Um, but anyway, kids, ask your parents about the 80s and then laugh at them because the 80s sucked. Everyone had terrible hair and were called Nicky. Uh, the only good things to come out of the 80s were the Commodore 64, Sam and Max, and a lifelong addition to Freddo Frogs. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is Steve Purcell went on to work at Lucasfilm. You know, the George Lucas thing. They had a computer games division. Um, they worked on point-and-click adventure games like the original Monkey Island or Zack McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders before they would make the classic Sam and Max hit the road in 1993. Kids, ask your parents about 1990s. It was awesome. Was it? It was. We had I mean, grunge. I was born in We the were 90s. born. Yeah, I was <sighs> like, wait, this is when we were born. I'm just going to turn into a bag of dust over here. Anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, Steve went on to work at... Um, yeah, anyway, so they did that. Then a whole heap of people who worked on those classics went and formed a new company called Telltale Games in the mid-2000s. Kids, ask your parents about the... Two- anyway, whatever. Oh, yeah, I can tell you about that one. Oh, yeah, tell yeah, me about yeah, the yeah. 2000s. What happened? Um, we had modems. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, computers started to get a little smaller, just little, a little bit. Just a little bit. Not not by much. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did a heap of episodic point-and-click adventure games such as The Walking Dead, Law and Order, and, yep, even a new Sam and Max. Uh, Sam and Max Beyond Time and Space was originally released on the PC in 2007, back when, like, the first iPhone was out, then later converted to consoles of the era like the Wii and, of course, iOS. Then Telltale went under, and Star from there reformed into a new team called Skunk Ape Games, who have now re-re-re-released the Sam and Max games for modern consoles. How many re's was that? Ah, well, now, Sam and Max Beyond Time and Space has been re-re-re-re-released for the PlayStation 4. Ah. And that's where we are today. So, what does all this mean? Well, this game is simultaneously fresh and also deeply rooted in the past. It's new, old, and retro cool all at the same time. Just like me. (laughs) 
No. Uh, with the recent release of the new Monkey Island funny point-and-click adventures are back in vogue, so the timing is perfect for this kind of madcap, surreal adventure involving time travel, satanic Santa Clauses, zombie vampires, and weird elevators that take you through space and time. Satanic Santa Clauses. <clears throat> yes. I mean, it's already in the name, right? Santa. Santa. Yeah, yeah. There was a mix-up at the post office and yeah. the soul went into the wrong body. It's a thing. You've, you've got to play it to understand. But Sam is an old-fashioned gumshoe detective dog and Max is a hyperkinetic rabbit with no moral centre. Together, they fight crime and make jokes about the world around them. This all That's takes... Sad. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, this all takes place in a traditional point-and-click interface with oddball locations to explore, bizarre objects to find novel uses for and madcap characters interact with. So, what is a point-and-click adventure game, I hear you ask? You point and you click. Very good. Um, but wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. How does that work on your phone? Oh, you tap things. Well, you actually, yeah, no, 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 sorry, on your phone you're physically pointing with your finger and yes. you're clicking yeah. your screen, but it doesn't click. It can make a little, you, can, you can make a little click sound every time you do it. You go click, 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 click. And just people look at you funny. Which is <laughs> on why. the train, they're on like, the tra- mm, stay away from that guy. Which is what got you the job here. Um, so... You click on items around the screen and you click on them like, and you experiment with what they do. Like, for example, if there was a point-and-click adventure game set here in the radio station, I'd point this button and go... No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, the game's designed to encourage experimentation and puzzle-solving through moving items around or talking to people. Such there's a sequence at the start where you're trying to convince a homicidal 50-foot-tall robot not to trash your office. If you convince him to turn around long enough, you can get Max into position where you can unplug his wind-up key on his back. There's no real penalty for getting things wrong, so it's a fun and light-hearted experience all the way through. So going back to the original characters, my favourite is the local convenience store owner and conspiracy the aficionado Bosco, who's absolutely delighted at being turned into a cow by aliens in the middle of the third chapter. Sure, he's a cow. Yeah, well, (laughs) he's a cow, but at least he was right all along about aliens turning people into cows. There's a really handy hint system available, which gives you clever reminders about what to do next, a screen highlight ability to show you what objects are on the screen you interacted with, and a bunch of other cool quality of life features that were added on. It sure beats the days of scouring the screen looking for a tiny little object hidden in the background. Everything you look at and every character you meet comes with along with really funny dialogue and actions. It's a game that's always throwing jokes at you all the time. It's like watching, I'm not going to say a classic Simpsons episode, but a good modern Simpsons episode. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Okay. The, ki- the kids will be up with that one. The kids will be, yeah, you kids out down? there. Down? I don't know. I don't know how to... Are you up with things or down with things? I don't know. Anyway. I'm not a youth. No, I am. You're a youth. I I think I am technically still age-wise. Which brings me to why we've gone to the effort of re-releasing and repackaging this game again. Every time they do bring it out again, they improve the overall experience. And on PlayStation 4, they've upped the lighting effects and the overall atmosphere. It makes it the slick and cartooniest version of this game we've ever seen. It's just like... It's just like watching a weird adult animation cartoon version of a classic 1930s detective movie, but with surreal imagery. Um, Now, the soundtrack is one of the game's highlights, actually. I really like it. I don't listen to a lot of game music, but um, obviously... What do you mean you don't listen to a lot of game... We do a video game radio show. Yeah. I know, but, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
so the music it's smooth and jazzy it's a riff on noir classics you with like some jazz. you like jazz with I a funky <laughs> uh, it's got a funky tropical beat to give it a weird edge uh, for all the movie buffs out there uh, it really makes the characters feel at home in this delightfully odd combination of say the Maltese Falcon and the Naked Gun or for the less classically minded imagine if a clown car crashed into a jazz bar which is simultaneously cool and funny <laughs> God, I you hate and jazz the clown cars. Oh, me and jazz bars just. <sighs> what do you have against jazz bars? Excuse me. Anyway, I, I love having a good, nice little drink in a jazz bar. I'm a writer. That's it. I'm a cliche. Yeah. <laughs> Colombo at Carnival. Hang on. Do you want people to notice that you're a writer while you're sitting there, like yeah, swilling look, the whiskey around? Look, with my fountain pen it's that true. I've been using to make little click sounds. Oh, that's and my notebook that I always have. Is it a moleskin? Uh, no, it's a Leutrum 1917. Mm-hmm. It's more expensive than a moleskin. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's how you know I'm legit. I spend the money I don't have on notebooks. Classic uni student. Yep. Uh, compared to the new Monkey Island game that everyone's raving on about with good reason, Sam and Max feels a little bit slower paced, but it's just as funny. Um, I'm a longtime Sam and Max fan, and the new remasters feel every bit as fresh as they did when they first came out. If you're new to the genre or you just need a good laugh, I definitely think this is worth giving a shot. That's my review. New to the genre. Well, I went through a point and click phase. Really? Yeah. yeah. Did your parents believe you that this wasn't like just a temporary thing? And you're like, um, no, it's not just a phase. No, I didn't try to convince them that it wasn't a phase. Okay. Yeah. yeah like, we're I worried think... about you pointing and clicking all the I time. I think being into point and click adventures is probably the same thing as being bisexual. <laughs> I, did, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that about you myself. Know what? You know what? My parents just accepted that one too. They yeah. were just like, no, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, like yeah, it's not a phase. Um, like, we worried. do we do have one question. Mm. Zara asks, oh. "Is it on Google Stadia?" Uh, nothing is on Google Stadia <laughs> anymore. Sorry about that. But, um, Sorry, Zara. I know you were our one owner that we had. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you're listening to Z Games. Is that it? You're listening to Z Games. You're listening to Z Games. Hello. You're listening to Z Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. It's time. It's time to have a little chat. Oh, good. Let's get to I... know each other. Yeah. No, no sorry, I don't no. want to do that. First <laughs> <laughs> Witch is on Steam. Okay. Don't uh, yeah, tell yeah, me yeah, anymore. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I was right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cam Cam proposed a few questions mm. the other day mm. that I, I thought we we should talk about. Um, was it the other day or was it this morning? Time is relative. It's a flat uh, circle y- and a it seesaw. It could have been. It's a flat circle. It like was a clock. yesterday morning. Hey. Um. Now the first one I want to talk about. Mm. What you actually asked was, "What's the best worst game you ever played?" Mm. And I mean, my my real answer to that would be like Quop. I guess. Oh yeah. Or getting over oh, yeah. it. Getting over it. Getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which just controls absolutely horribly, but like, it's fun anyway. Uh, the, the point of it is the bad controls. Yeah. Yes. yes. I have yes. a game like that, but I I feel like it's not uh, family friendly. Okay. Um, it's called Mount Your Friends. Oh yes. <laughs> very very. Is that a similar. video it game or just an activity? Very odd. Controls and yeah. an odd premise, and you definitely cannot play it if you are not an adult. Yep, I gotcha. do not condone. 
You're about, not an adult. What about you, Cam? Oh. Uh, Donkey Kong 64 on the Nintendo 64. Kids, ask your parents about the Nintendo 64. What, what made it the, the <laughs> it's, best it's, worst game? It's a really bad game. Like, you were meant to spend hours collecting, like, all the bananas in a level, and then you switch characters, and then you have to collect all the blue bananas, and then you switch characters, and then you collect all the green bananas, and they're all in different positions, right? And it takes about 80 hours to play through, and it is terrible and monotonous and, ter- and just boring as, I don't know. A thing that is really boring digging into the ground but i thought of a game <gasps> anyway keep going or but if you're really sick and you're like on weird painkillers that like dilute time oh my god then it's the most fun game ever because you're just totally chill and you're not you don't realize that you're bored you're like i'm a monkey <laughs> monkey best worst game i've ever ever i've ever played yeah Brain training. Brain- oh, Do you remember that? On the Nintendo DS, you'd have your daily Sudoku that you had to do in your math problems, and the yeah, best worst game. Ever. Wow, yep. I've got I've got bad memories with bad tra- uh, brain training yeah. because of what happened. Can I tell my brain training story? Yeah, do yeah. Real quick. Okay, cool. Um, now you need to understand that every single story at like uh, that involves me at a game industry event starts with I was really really drunk. So <laughs> I was I really really you have drunk. To be. Yeah, and Satoru Iwata, who was the president of Nintendo, yep. he was at the game developers conference and he was like this is just before the, the Wii came out and he was talking about hey this is what this machine's going to do and these are the type of new types of games we're going to do and one of the new games is brain training and everyone in this this audience uh, at the game developers conference is getting a free copy of brain training and I went oh that's lovely thank you very much you know great I'll take that and then a couple of days later um, it turns out he was staying at the same hotel that I was and he was checking out and I was really drunk and I said to him this is the president of Nintendo Yes. And I call out to him from across the room. Oi, mate, get over here. Get over here. <laughs> and I'm like summoning him over. And he comes over. And I'm like, mate, brain training. Love it. It's great. <laughs> mate, you, you make games. And I make games. We, 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 we should totally do something together. It's, it's awesome. Oh, my God. It's wonderful. And like, I, I put up my arm around him. And I'm like, come here. Come here, buddy. Come here. And like, I've got a mate of mine to take a photo. <laughs> and like, and I was like, yeah, it's great. And what what I didn't notice until then was his security people heading towards me, and I'm pretty sure they had knives. Well, yeah. At look, that point, I the president ran. of Nintendo. Yeah. Also, I hear stories like this. Nothing against you. No, that's fine. And and sometimes I wonder how people like people love Australians, and I'm like, <laughs> why? We're some of the most crass did, people you've ever been. All of that. Yeah. But Mr. Iwata was never in danger. No, no, I was. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure I escaped death. <laughs> brain training was great, though. Brain training? Okay, yeah. But also best worst game when you're 10 years old and that's the game your parents give you with oh, your DS. No. Oh, no. Were they, were they trying to tell you something? They're like, no. listen, they're a little bit worried. No. no. You're into point I was and a click smart adventures. kid. My math wasn't that great. I was not. But I didn't like math. That was yep. the point. Fair I enough. didn't like it. <laughs> Didn't like um, I also thought we might talk about a couple of games that never made it to review because uh, I couldn't play them enough to oh. review them. Okay, first of all, that's amateur stuff. Don't let not playing a game stop you from reviewing it. Like, just, oh, yeah. you know, see what the general mood is. Give it a 7 out of 10. Bam, you're done. One of them was um, uh, Demon Turf. What Demon Turf, I it's a 3D platformer with 2D sprites that like uh, rotate to face. They they um 
Okay. I forget what the word is. Rotate the face of the camera on yeah, a certain like way. Yeah, billboarding, yep. I think it's called. Um, I really liked the concept. I really liked the style. I wanted to like the game so much, but it made me violently motion sick. Aww. Oh, that's not that's good. That's unfortunate. Um, um, I have a game. Yes. I was thinking of still reviewing it, even though I haven't played much of it. I was going to yep. give it another go. Yep. It's called Winter Ember. Ve- I was very excited for it, right? Because it's meant to be a stealth game like Assassin's Creed. I love Assassin's Creed. Sure. I adore sneaking up on people and killing them because I am sh- terrible. I'm so bad what? in combat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say you hate confrontations. That too. No, not really. I will be mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, I look. I loaded it up, and I was I was really excited for it, and I, and I couldn't really make it very far into the game just because I just I wasn't interested. And so I'm gonna give it another go. But I have read the reviews on on the page, and it's not the best. It's very much that a uh, amazing potential sort of thing where oh. it was like this could have been so so good, but it's just not quite there yet. And yep. I'm hoping that it gets there because it's still a new game. Okay. I think. See, that's what I do like about the modern stuff is that it can be still improved. Hence, yep. you know, No Man's Sky, right? Yeah. Like that. Everyone hated that when it came out. Best tomorrow, worst game. We're all looking forward to buying it tomorrow. Everybody's and not playing getting it. back into Cyberpunk now that they kind of fixed it. Mm-hmm. No, you cannot convince me to play Cyberpunk. I still haven't again. touched it. Don't. I'm not going to. I haven't Ooh, even like. Th- I refuse. Bought it. Haven't downloaded it. Nothing. I haven't even like watched other people playing it. I don't care. I can't look <laughs> I at the color yellow. <laughs> can't do it. Um, another game. Another game. I was mm-hmm. going to review one of the Sherlock Holmes games that came out uh, earlier this year, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, Sherlock Holmes Chapter One, and it's supposed to be like a prelude to Sherlock Holmes the character. It's like him growing up um, before he really makes his name as a detective. Um, Little Sherlock. <laughs> Young Sherlock. Young Sherlock. Um, uh. The game was completely broken. Oh, oh. no. Maybe I, that's the mystery. Maybe that was like a meta yeah. thing that you were trying the to have to solve. The actual game was how like, to fix the game. The, it launched so hard that um, like there were like forum posts everywhere that were just like, I can't play this game. It, oh. it doesn't work. I'm completely stuck. I'm like fully like soft locked at like three different stages people were getting completely stuck because stuff just stopped working and I was like damn I was actually kind of having fun with this but I can't I can't play it enough I can't play it past the first like hour so I can't review it (laughs) I mean I could review it but it wouldn't be a good one there are plenty of games I guess that I can't play very far into it's a bit of a it's always disappointing Mm. Um, because I'm always so excited for a new game. Yes. Except yeah. for the ones that I have sitting in my Steam library that I've gotten and never played. Which is most of them. The challenge of being a game reviewer is like that it never really matches what's in your head. Like we're yeah. in the industry and we kind of hear about stuff that's coming out months beforehand. We don't have that typical thing where it's like we see something that comes out on the shelf and go, oh, that looks good. You look on the back of the box and, you mm. know, whatever great but it doesn't um yeah it's a different kind of like expedition process where you go out there and you, you you get a game and but it doesn't match what you 
have in your mind and in, maybe yeah. in your mind it's always going to be a little bit different. I also, I don't know if you guys feel this, but especially when we're given a game to review and it, it's like a small dev or, or something mm-hmm. like that, I always feel guilty if I don't enjoy it because I oh. want, like, I. Yeah. this is just me as a person. I always want to give a, a like fair and honest review. Someone shows you like a local indie band and you're like, wow, they kind of suck. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I, I don't think I've played too many games where I've been like, oh, this is like, absolute trash I, <laughs> but I, on that flip side it's also that I just don't get a lot of enjoyment out of some of the smaller games that might be an accessibility thing though because a lot of local games like a lot of small indie dev games don't have great accessibility and mm-hmm. I'm sitting there like uh does that sorry. prejudice against like prejudice you against them or uh, no because I know that it's a money issue if yeah. it's a triple A game that has absolutely no accessibility, then I will boycott that. Mm-hmm. But um, if it's an indie dev, then I'm kind of more like, oh well, I, I would be happy to help you, like work with you to find some accessibility ways around that. But um, yeah, like I don't know. I, I'm always so excited, and then I feel bad when well, I have to talk <clears> about how it wasn't good. So I've been on both sides of the fence, right? Like, uh, you know, being a journo and also being a developer, and now I'm kind of both but um all we want is fair right like if they're Mm. fair then it's okay i've I've had bad reviews of stuff that you know i've made and it it makes you feel like oh what is this bush week like what are you telling me this is a bad game and it turns out there was one review i got in in a you know newspaper where it was really bad and this game really sucks and it turns out um he was mad at us because we didn't give him a job ah oh interesting interesting Interesting. Games journalism. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess... It's a small a industry. Of, yeah, like, a lot of people who are really into games also want to make them or yeah. be involved in them some way. And they should. Yeah. Making games yeah. is fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's an interactive medium, so naturally people want to get involved. Um, but, listeners, it is coming to the end of the night. Aww. Yeah. And we're going to have to say goodbye. 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 But before we say goodbye, Hmm. um, I actually need to tell you all about something, which is is Unplugged. Oh, yes. It's an event that is happening this weekend at... uh, Oh, my God. I have lost it. I, too, have lost it. (laughs) It's at Springfield. Sarah, help. It's out near Springfield Lakes. It's at Goodna. Um, it is at the public school there. Um, you can find more details on our Facebook page, Zed Games A Year uh, Net. Yep. Um, but we are going to be there in force. Um, so if you want to see our beautiful faces, if you want a, a real life face reveal <gasps> for your favorite Zed Games hosts, uh, come along. I will awkwardly wave at you. Actually, I won't be there. I'll be in a different event, but I'll be there in spirit. It's a gold coin, gold coin donation for entry, and it's all about uh, non-digital games, board games, tabletop, role-playing, all that kind of stuff. Interacting with humans. Yeah. Just lovely. Scary. It's going to be cool. Hmm. It's going to be cool. Um, there you go. And all right. Farewell, listeners. Bye. Love Bye. you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZED Games AU. See you next time. time.